All right, and we're back to the Downed Pilot podcast. Uh, Eric and I just watched the first and only episode of Heat Vision and Jack. Eric, uh, initial thoughts? Like when I when I first started, you know, look watching it, I'm like, man, this is real corny and real weird. And then, like then then you see like who's behind it, and you're like, oh, that's the point. And, like, once you accept that it's supposed to be this cheesy, it immediately just gets, like, a million times better. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were we were doing the watch-along, and for any of our patrons who watch along with us, uh, let us know how you enjoyed it. But during the watch-along, I mean, when we were doing Aquaman, we were cracking jokes left and right, but this one was a little bit hard because it was, it was making a joke out of itself already. Yeah. And, and that... It was very satire. And it's hard to make a joke about making a joke about making a joke, so yeah, it's like we're we're not quite on that level. Maybe maybe one day we will be, but we're not. So starting off, uh, what what did you like? What were your favorite parts of this? You know, Jack Black. When Jack Black can be Jack Black, he is Jack Black, and that's that that's the best way I can put that. You know? Yeah, I mean, he is like a national treasure. Uh, we were we were kind of cracking jokes, being like, "Okay, it's Jack Black playing Jack Black," but it's not like there's there's actors who do that, and it annoys me. Like Will Smith, when Will Smith's in a movie and he's always playing Will Smith, I'm like, "All right, he's Will Smith," but Jack Black at least is like he's funny. He's like, I want to be hanging out with him. Um, so he he's always enjoyable when he's when he's able to do whatever he wants to do, and it's usually be himself. Yeah, like like for for example, with like with like when Will Smith's playing Will Smith, you know there are, you know places where that's appropriate, like Men in Black. That that's a great Will Smith being Will Smith movie, but like not not so much in Suicide Squad. I mean, him being Will Smith is probably one of the better parts of that movie, but at the same time, it's not. Who who death who uh, Deadshot dead is? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But Jack Black usually has tailor made roles. It seems like Orange County. I couldn't I couldn't picture somebody else playing his character. And then you have, uh, I mean, his obvious musician endeavors like uh, School of Rock and yeah, Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> uh, and, and then of course you got Kung Fu Panda. Like I I really can't imagine anybody else being Kung Fu Panda. An interesting factoid is that while this pilot was turned down by Fox, um, it was released in the uh, behind-the-scenes Tropic Thunder DVD. And according to the Tropic Thunder lore, it's actually uh, Jack Black's character in that uh, Port Portney, Port whatever, uh, the one who's in like all the uh, Eddie Murphy fake movies, but uh, apparently that's him playing uh, Jack Austin, not not Jack Black. It's it's his character from uh, Tropic Thunder. So that's funny. Yeah, I I feel I feel like that that's definitely a nice touch. I mean, that's not something that they needed to do, but you know, you know Ben Stiller directed it, and you know you know Ben Stiller and. Jack Black, we're both working on this. So like, hey, this is a nice little fun Easter egg we can throw in here. So why don't we? Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see. Where are some other great parts? I liked how they used about twenty seconds of ninety songs. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like it's like it's it's a it's a common thing that we'll be you know calling out music that's being used in like these older pilots because like yeah they're very much of their time usually. Oh yeah, and but I didn't I didn't think I wasn't being too negative about it. I think '90s music is uh, enjoyable. Um, I always have a good time when a '90s song pops back on that I haven't heard in a while. So for yeah. me, it was just fun. It's really see com- comparing this to like our last week's episode with Aquaman. This one was actually well done, and I feel like if it was maybe given to like Adult Swim now. It would be fine. It would be it would be welcomed with open arms because we have like some ridiculous shows on Adult Swim that aren't even half as as clever. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. I, it's like I don't. It's like you know, with 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 Dan Harmon, I don't think the television was ready for Dan Harmon. Whereas you know, after Community and you know Rick and Morty, they're more than ready now. So I, I think that's definitely a huge factor. And we should give a nod to Rob Schraub, too, who co-produced and uh, co-wrote this with Dan Harmon. Rob Schraub uh, was one of the uh, makers behind the Lego movie. Oh, okay. Lego Batman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been working together pretty much all of their careers together. They moved out to L.A. Mm. and everything together. So they, if you listen to Harmontown or whatever, Rob Schraub's a usual guest, and he's either really funny or obnoxious, but I love him. <laughs> as far as the acting uh, talent they had on the show... Uh, ben Stiller's wife at the time played the sheriff. Uh, I'm horrible with names. Yeah, she's uh, um, you know, she's been, she's been in a whole bunch of movies. She's been in, like Zoolander and Dodgeball. Like you know, she she she's 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 been in a, her fair share of ben, other Ben Stiller productions. Oh, Christine Taylor is her name. Mm-hmm. And uh, the she doesn't receive a name in the episode. She's just the sheriff. Yeah, because you don't name every character in a pilot. Gosh. And she also wasn't a reoccurring character. No. But, I mean, that was kind of a staple of these, like, shows like Knight Rider and, like, Quantum Leap. Like, they would have their adventures, have their hookups, and just drift to the next town or the next time stream, depending on your genre. Um, we also had Vincent Schiavelli. I probably pronounced that wrong. Uh, he, he played Paragon. Um He's the guy who teaches Patrick Swayze how to move move stuff in Ghost. No. That's that's how I remember him <laughs> the most. Uh, Owen Wilson playing the motorcycle, of course. Uh, I don't know how I got him mixed up with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Yes, him. Uh, yeah. When I was making my tweets. Yeah. So for everybody that's like, oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey for that uh, riddle. Yeah. There's you would never get this show because he, it's totally not Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Look, I like to throw curveballs, you know? I mean, Riddler doesn't always give uh, correct correct riddles. He usually twists the answer to something he wants to do, and uh, I'm going to use that defense. I don't quite think that's how the Riddler works. <laughs> I will show you plenty of examples. Sir. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, like, what was the one I was looking at the other day? It was like, what's, what's black and white and red all over? And he's like a zebra with a gaping hole. Usually twists the riddle to his own meaning. I mean, sure, that that that's twisted, but at least it's still correct. Yeah, but the answer they were looking for was newspaper. I mean, yeah, or penguin with lipstick. But I've never heard that one, and that would have been funny. You've never for... heard that one, really? No. Be sure to send in your what's black and white and red all over riddles to us on Twitter if you have more that I haven't heard. 
Maybe we should talk about what was definitely bad about this. Yeah, that's what I was just about to get into. Um, what was definitely bad about this? <laughs> the effects. Because, like, they... But I also think that it was definitely on purpose because they they made very obvious call-outs like, oh, man, these these effects are as good as Star Wars. And you immediately know that he's being facetious, but at the same time, it's like, even for being facetious, these are some bad effects. I mean, for what they were trying to uh, portray the show as, because I kind of pictured it as them them pitching a pilot for something in, like, the 80s. Mm-hmm. Even though it had 90s music and stuff in it, 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 it felt more like this would be something that CBS or Fox would have gotten in 1983. And um, that's that's what I liked about the effects uh, because they felt correct for that time. Like, if you use those effects in Knight Rider, it would be believable. You know what I mean? Right, right. Maybe that's just because of the the era. But yeah. I thought they did a great job with uh, the motorcycle, like the puppeteering on the motorcycle. Yeah, that that, that actually was, was pretty good. Like, I believe that that motorcycle was there probably because that motorcycle was there. And all of the all of the green like lighting effects they used for uh, Par- Paragon, um, it it seemed you know if if it, it felt like a nineteen forties nineteen fifty like it it felt like it belonged, like yeah I I agree with you the the CG and stuff like that wasn't great but I never at once was like why is this here we definitely got to talk about that uh, the the I'm getting my brain powers montage thing oh where it's just E equals M I love that though because like think it shows. <laughs> Even shows now, like uh, Sherlock does that stuff where, like, all of the formulas or whatever is floating around their head. And uh, for Jack Black, it's only the formula of relativity equals MC square. And uh, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it's it's and it's like I, I, I definitely made a call out to it in the in the watch along. But man, how similar is that to Jimmy Neutron getting a brain blast? Have you ever seen the original pilot for Jimmy Neutron? Uh, I might. It's like I, Jack Quasar. Or I, I think he is terrifying. I I might I might have seen a clip of it, but it it's like yeah, it's like oof. I'm I'm gl- I'm glad that they they took a little bit extra time waiting to do that. Wait till after Pixar got 3D technology all done and like okay now we can make our 3D movie. Uh, one big problem I had with the show, and I know it's like, it was like an inside joke of the time. They even like made a joke about. Oh, I just saw. I just rented a video, which shows how dated the, the. Well, I guess you could still use Redbox to rent, so never yeah. mind. But sorry, I used to work at Blockbuster. I'm still, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, still mad. I mean, let's just walk up to a Redbox and rent Time Cop on DVD. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> okay, it's my my example still works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, not everyone who isn't a fan of like '80s '90s movies is gonna know who Ron Silver is. Um, I had an IMDb him because <laughs> I forgot. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's intimidating, don't get me wrong, but it was just a weird pick. But, like I said, if it was on Adult Swim, I wouldn't I wouldn't, yeah, question it at all because I probably just followed Too Many Cooks. <laughs> too Many Cooks is so great. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. Like, if this if this was made now, Adult Swim, it wouldn't have any issues. I, I, but Fox is not the way to go. Uh, I was uh, The TV was on in the background, and I was – I was, like, doing homework or whatever in college. And then I'm, like, I'm just, like, after, like, three minutes or so, I'm, like, hold on a second. Is this still going? And then I just look over. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Adult, uh, adult Swim, what are you doing? And then it's, like, just, like, 
immediately I'm like I immediately got the joke. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> this is this is great. Yeah, I uh, I work overnights, so uh, when three or four o'clock hit on Thursdays. It usually was too many cooks. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good. I get to clean to this. Like, There's not too much to nitpick in the show because it is a satire of itself. It, it's it's comparable. Uh, I, I think we get it. It's, it's comparable to like, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's kind of its own. Like, I would, I would, yeah, man. It, it, this is, <laughs> it's like such a hard concept for us to explain. It's like, it's it's almost too self-aware to a point, you know. You think so? Uh, just 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 a bit. It almost doesn't leave any room for criticism. It's it, it's it's definitely too self-aware for 1999. I'll give it that. Before meta was meta. Yeah, it's like this. This is still in the time where the majority of parody movies were still made by Mel Brooks. Uh, I mean, it's 99. Oh, I guess we have a few years till Scary Movie. Yeah, it's like I I, st- I still think this this might be before Not Another Teen Movie still. Oh wow! I was like, let, let me let me yeah, look this up. Yeah, that was early two thousands because yeah. American Pie was yeah. popular in the early two thousand. Yeah, because I think American Pie was ninety nine. So for them to parody American Pie, it would have to be after ninety nine. Man, we got such cinema gold that year: The Matrix yeah. and American Pie. <laughs> and then there was the Phantom it, Menace. Yeah, I mean, at at the time, people liked it. What the Phantom Menace? I didn't. I, uh, I mean, also. I was six. <laughs> Dude, it came out on my birth. My birthday's May 19th, mm-hmm. so a lot of the Star Wars movies came out around my birthday. Uh, and I was never more disappointed as a 12-year-old. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> we could talk forever about the prequels. But that's not what the show about. The show's about... I don't know. Was there any... like If, if you could have squeezed another trope or something in there from like the 80s or 90s, what would you have added? Because mm. it seemed like that's what, where they were going. Yeah, yeah. Um... I would have, I you know maybe this is where they would have gone, but I would have at, made Silver secretly a robot. I mean, he, which he might have been because he's super strong. Yeah, I I was gonna, and he also did that. If I even feel one bullet hit me, I'll rip your lungs through your nose. That sounds like something a robot would say. Yeah, so like, like, like maybe maybe just a little thing like he gets hit, and then you see like a little bit of metal on like the back of his skull or something. Maybe they're even giving us that as a hint with having the uh, the Daleks on the Doctor Who episode playing. Yeah, that's definitely a possibility. But that he he he's a man wrapped in machine. That'd be interesting. I uh, I was wanting the chimpanzee sidekick. <laughs> Maybe she it could have because there was only one cop. If there was like a deputy that was a chimpanzee, I would have bought it hook, line, and sinker. But the thing is, this is just supposed to be like a, a one-off sheriff. So, having her have such an interesting thing would be would have been wasted. They would have had to get an animal actor for one episode. And granted, working with animals, I hear, is like a nightmare. But why would you put in the effort for just one episode? Is the thing. Look, man, they had to make a pilot for BJ and the Bear. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but 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 like. The thing is, like, the, the chimpanzee would would have been, like, what, the sheriff's sidekick? Is what you were saying? Yeah, but let's say the sheriff, like, uh, maybe it could, like, speed racer and, like, get into Heatwave's trunk. Wait, hold on. 
Yeah, you don't you don't want some animal inside of Heatwave. That just gets into some weird territory. Owen Wilson's already in there. Get too crowded. <laughs> There'd be too many cooks. Why didn't we like use that while the cook was on screen during the watch through? Because <laughs> I because I had I had to get up my uh, Men in Black reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked how they used the Pokeball uh, special effects where it, <laughs> for Owen Wilson going into the motorcycle yeah. where you just become like a red beam of light and condense. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Last last week we definitely called out the the transformation animation, but but again, hard to criticize because they did it bad on purpose. Yeah, I know, I know. <sighs> Maybe okay. I uh, I thought one of the weakest parts of this episode was Ben Stiller himself. Yeah, the the the, the introduction was a little weird. Especially if, okay, that's your introduction, right? Yeah. Then why name it episode 14? I thought that was clever because they're like, okay, we can say that he's this far into his journey already and we can explore his origin in episode one or whatever. But then why would you attach the, hi, this is Ben Stiller and ha ha ha, George Lucas, ha ha ha, George Lucas. Yeah, it, it, it definitely felt out of place with what they were doing. And his 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 cameo in the strip club, I like. It could have paid off at the end where it just shows the DJ and he's like, "Oh, you want me to label this?" And it's Ben Stiller. He didn't have to be like loose pipe. Although I did like the loose no loose pole. Loose pole. I like the loose pole line. But it could have been any like somebody in the crowd could have yelled loose pole like an avalanche mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, it, it definitely it was, it was definitely odd. Just to, like. Oh, yeah, Ben Stiller. Yeah, I directed this, so I'm just going to be the strip club DJ. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we we, we get to see Stan Lee become a stripper later on in, in Deadpool. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. Watch what you say. <laughs> Maybe Deadpool 2. Maybe Deadpool 2. <laughs> oh, God. He oh. was a DJ, DJ at a strip club in Deadpool. <laughs> I... Uh, please, Excelsior. Send all your Stan Lee stripper images to Odd Shape... <laughs> Yes, please. I will. I will post any Stanley stripper fan art. Uh, we're getting a little off topic. Yeah, it, I mean, this this one was good though. So yeah. I mean, this I can't. I would. I would. If we were going to put this at a grade, I would put Aquaman at like where my expectations usually are for these pilots. And I would put Heat Wave all the way up to where, like... Heat Vision. They pay off. or heat, I don't know why I keep calling them Heat Wave. Because <laughs> you, you, you made the... You made he doesn't the have eyes. He doesn't have eyes. He doesn't eyes. have so eyes. Why is, How it, why is he Heat Vision? It makes no sense. He has no eyes. They directly say he has no eyes. The only reason his name is Heat Vision was because that was what was on the motorcycle. But his license plate also says Doug, so they could have just called him Doug. Yeah, it's like, why was, why was he just not Doug? He... I'm like, sure, the body was still the bike heat vision, but it was still Doug. Didn't the license plate, the license plate even said Doug 2. No, yeah. You could have just called them Doug 2. Yeah. It, but, but I, I mean, D- Doug, the title's pretty good. Doug 2 and Jack doesn't make a as good of a name. No, no. <laughs> heat, heat vision is definitely better. Heat, 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 but also, Heat vision and Jack just seems like a real Dan Harmon name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's not like I feel like that show would be on the the uh, interdimensional cable series. Oh, why have they not done that? Well, mostly because the interdimensional cable stuff. Is Two usually, brothers is, is is usually done by uh, 
Justin Roiland. So yeah, but if if they were able to secure Jack Black and Owen Wilson to do Heat Vision and Jack on in, on whenever they do another interdimensional cable episode, that would be fantastic, and it would get like a small portion of people on the internet real happy. I mean, obviously, if you've gotten this far, you you realize that me and Eric both enjoyed this uh, for for what it was, which was a 80s 90s satire piece with jack black and owen wilson uh not something you would think would be a thing mm-hmm. and it didn't become one but uh we had a good time with it you can watch it on youtube just look yeah. up uh, heat vision and jack or if you're a patron you can uh look up that link that i'm gonna send you and watch our watch along trying to think if there's anything else this one's a little shorter uh than i planned but i have nothing bad to say yeah but we, we could we could still talk about things we would possibly change about it. Well, real quick, let's speculate. Why do you think Fox didn't pick this up? See, because at, at the time Fox was like what Malcolm in the Middle. I think so. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what was on was was on on Fox at this point. Like other than Simpsons, because I, oh, because I guess this is also yeah around the early stages of Family Guy as well. So oh wow yeah. Uh, it could be like they have the Simpsons, they have Family Guy. They didn't want to steer too too full into the into the weird kind of adult or more adultish humor, is my guess. And also, uh, you know, it was probably too like I said before, probably too self aware for the pilot. Like if this was in fact episode 14 this would be a great episode 14 to be this self aware but it mm-hmm. might have been too too weird to for the you know studio executives to understand it is is my yeah. guess all right so i'm a studio exec okay at fox i'm lame sorry fox um how would you pitch this show for for me to pick it up all right so we have an all-star celebrity cast, right? All right, I'm in. One of them is a talking motorcycle, right? So like Night Rider, but with less wheels. Go on. Yeah. So like it's like half Night Rider, so half half kit. So he's like also like half as smart, and he's like a real horn. Whoa, 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 whoa! The car wasn't called Night Rider. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Jessica, make a note of that. <laughs> Go ahead. So. It's a ridiculous segment. <laughs> so then we get Jack Black, right? He's going to be playing the smartest man in the world. But he's only smart during the daytime because he's got sun intelligence. He's basically Superman. He, he sounds more like a potted plant, but go on. I mean, I mean and he's, he's, being, he's being chased by the bad guy from Time Cop. That's very specific. Uh, what character will the bad guy from Time Cop be no, playing? No, 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 you don't understand. He's being chased by... The actor that plays the bad guy from Time Cop, not not like as a character, he's playing himself. And and for what reason would he want to go after our our brave protagonist? Because NASA is evil. I've had my suspicions. Go on. He's <laughs> he also might be a robot. We don't know. Well, you should you should plan that out. I'd be I'd be interested in that. Um, no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, in real life. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Jessica, make a note of that. Make a, note, make a note of that. <laughs> uh, all right. So where does the animal sidekick come in? We need at least a dog. No, 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 no. I think that the that the that the 
the motorcycle sidekick is is just enough because it is a talking you will not get a single dollar unless there is one dog i don't care what circumstance he's in all right all right all right all right all right how about how about this we have jack black being locked in a jail cell and there's this dog and then when he gets his intelligence because the sun rose he uses a whistle that he keeps in his pants to get the dog to bring him the keys to unlock I don't know how comfortable I am with him keeping a whistle in his pants we might have to workshop that a bit uh it it should be fine uh is the dog fed well we can't have a well-fed dog uh, in the show, we need to uh, we need to bring awareness to to strays. Uh, it's part of our bottom line. I I, I think uh, the dog will be more susceptible to uh, betraying its master if it's not fed well. So I feel like that's an important story story decision. We yeah, I'm brilliant. I'm glad I came up with that. No budging on that. <laughs> Jessica, write down. I came up with that. <laughs> This is such a ridiculous All right, kid, you, you almost got me. I, I'm almost in it. Who's the bad guy? Besides, we, I mean, besides the robot. The robot sounds like a week-to-week thing. If he is a robot, who knows? Um, All right, so I'm thinking we get we get this, get, get like this green energy dude who comes to a radio and uh, he attacks the chef because the chef hit the radio with, with a spatula. And he gets shocked, and then the, the the green alien dude, you know, takes over his brain, and then he starts... I, I think I've seen this before. This is pretty much just Kazoo from the Flintstones. Sure. It worked for the Flintstones. All right, kid. You got it. Yeah. Made the series. I did. I need one episode, <laughs> but it has to be the 14th episode, or else it won't work. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Jessica, tell everybody in the room you're a figment of my imagination. <laughs> All right, I think we milked that. Yeah, I think, I think, I think we got. Good. Yeah, that's thirty yeah, minutes. I think that's good. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, oh, if you're listening to this, uh, God bless you or whatever. Yeah. If if, if you're st- if you're still listening to this, how much did we pay you? And is this a recurring charge? <laughs> Subscription fee. I-, I thought the first month would at least be free, <laughs> but I guess not. Um, if you want to talk to me, uh, if you have any suggestions about what pilot you would like to us to explore next, uh, we already got a few of them on Twitter, which is which is great. You can tweet me yeah. at Odd Shape Panel, or you can tweet my buddy Eric at uh, at Bunk Bunker. And uh, do you have anything uh, coming up, Eric, that you want to plug? Well, uh, let's see. When, this is going live on Tuesdays, right? Yeah. So a couple days ago, I had my uh, my weekly show where I talk about. Uh, old episodes of young justice preparing for young justice season three which is coming out next year so getting everybody excited for that the last episode is a, is a real nail biter uh covering some of the two of the most you know biggest reveal high action super stressful episodes uh of the of the bunch of a super high action super stressful season so that's that that that's good go go back and watch that if you uh if you haven't yet uh and yeah yeah great uh as far as me uh i have another one of these coming up in a in a week right now kimber's doing all the heavy lifting on odd shape channel we just had our uh osp and chill first one for the year 2018 happy new year by the way everyone uh, i'm glad you, we can usher it in with you and uh her her podcast uh 
TV three-way will be dropping uh, this coming Monday. Uh, that goes back and forth with uh, Ache panel, and uh, that's uh, featuring uh, Matthew Whitaker and who's the guest for next week? Morgan. And Morgan Robinson, the Purple Don himself, oh, wow. will be the guest on TV three-way uh, this coming Monday. So look forward uh, to that. We look forward to hearing what you think about it. Um, yeah, check us out. Please like, subscribe if you haven't already, and uh, leave some feedback in the comments. Uh, you have anything else, Eric? I I gotta go stare into the sun, so I could gain super intelligence. It's not you don't look into the sun. You have to be near the sun. I'm, I I think a certain elected official tried looking straight into the sun and it didn't do anything for him. <laughs> oh, and on that note, let's end the episode. So bye, guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and end.